get ready to live fearlessly free with Heather Bunch. Have you ever walked in a room full of people and yet you still felt alone? Have you ever felt like your marriage, it was more like roommates or maybe like a transaction? How about your relationship with God? Does it ever feel like a to-do list? But it, you rarely feel close to him. Welcome to Live Fearlessly Free. I'm your courageous coach, Heather Bunch, and I'm here to help you live a life that is fearlessly free. So you can stop hiding, you can show up fully yourself, and you can fulfill your God given purpose. And you can do it courageously, my friend. Now, today, I want to talk to you about intimacy. Because intimacy affects how we interact with God, how close we can get to Him, how close our marriage can be, how close we can be with friends. So today is for you, if you are tired of feeling lonely or disconnected from friends, from your spouse, from God, because that's not the life that he wants for us. When father created the universe and he put man in the garden, first of all, He said it wasn't good for man to be alone. And he created Eve to be his helpmate. And I'm not going to go, I've I've actually talked about that, but helpmate is cool because it's, it's it's not like I'm your helper, like the servant. But it's someone to come alongside. And actually, it's used of the same word that God has been called as a a savior, that type of helper. So they had relationship. And it says they were naked and not ashamed. They were fully intimate. In that time, God would come down and talk to them in the garden like in the cool of the day, and have relationship. God wasn't requiring a bunch of stuff from them or a to-do list and read your Bible and go to church and do this. It was just pure relationship. Now, I love this topic because this topic is one of... This is one of those key turning points for me. I struggled with intimacy. And if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you know this story, but I'll do a little abbreviated version for those of you that are new. For me, my intimacy issues really started in the sixth grade where my best friend of three years She was my friend through an entire time when my parents were separated. So it was like one of the hardest times in my life. 
her and this other friend of mine turn on me and I get the note in class and it says, we don't want to be your friend anymore. And I was devastated. And I thought there was something wrong with me. And from that time period, because that, that, that note wasn't the only note I got that year. They basically were my friend on and off. We don't want to be your friends. Now we'll be your friends. We don't want to be your friends. Now we'll be your friends. And so the next year I got new friends, went to seventh grade, went to junior high, got new friends. But I, I put up a wall. I put up a wall so people could only come in so close. And I would only show so much of myself. Now, intimacy, I I love, Richard Rohr gives a definition in his book, Immortal Diamond. And it says, intimacy is our capacity for closeness and tenderness towards others. It's a risky self-disclosure. It's, who intimacy changes everything. It changes the way we live. It changes the way we love. It changes the way we communicate. But when we don't have intimacy, we live a life of loneliness. I was so alone. I went to church. I worked in the church. I served in the church. And yet... I felt alone all the time, every day. And even in my marriage for the longest time, and Bob and I have been married 17 years, and now it's, it's beautiful and intimate. But when we first got married, I did not realize how deep and strong that wall was. Because I would only show so much of myself, And I would only let him in so far. I was afraid. But I didn't want that anymore. I could see how my lack of intimacy was damaging friendships. It was damaging my relationship with Bob. It was damaging my relationship with Father God. I couldn't get close. And I wouldn't let them in close. And I was missing out. And you know what? They were missing out too because they never got all of me. How about you? Do you let people in? I mean, really let them in. Where they can see you. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And they can do the same. Share all of themselves. Richard Rohr said this. Intimacy lets itself out. And it lets others in. Are you letting people in? And are you letting yourself out? It's a great question, isn't it? I had to go on a journey of how do I 
delight in an intimate relationship with my Heavenly Father. Because I realized it was all interconnected. Like my intimacy issue is all the same issue. I wasn't feeling close to God. But that was also connected to my not feeling close to my husband. And that was also connected to my not feeling close to my friends. It was all the same. Because I wasn't letting people in. And I wasn't letting myself out. That's what we need to do. If you want an intimate relationship with God, with your spouse, with friends, you have to do two things. Can you guess? Can you guess what they are? Yeah. Number one, let yourself out. And number two, let others in. Those are really big sentences. And I get that. And it's scary. And you could get hurt. Yeah, you could. It's risky self-disclosure. It's risky. But my friends, it is so worth the risk. It is so worth the risk. How do you do this? How do you let yourself out? How do you let other people in? I think the first thing you need to do is you have to make a decision that that's what you're going to do. You have to decide to do it. And then take little steps to start doing it. Take little steps to share something about yourself, something you're thinking or something you're feeling or something you desire with God, with your spouse if you're married, and with your friends. Start there. Just start with something small. It doesn't have to be big. Because once you start getting more comfortable with it, it'll start getting easier. And I know from my own experience, this is scary. It is. Because you know what? You could be rejected. They could take it wrong. It might not go the way you're hoping. I get that. I do. But I will say this. I know the one person you can count on is your Heavenly Father. Because He will never reject you. You can tell him anything because you know what? He already knows it and he loves you anyways. I think it all starts there. Just go to God, go to father and start your intimate journey with him. For me, what I did is I didn't, I, I, I just kind of, took my quiet time, you know, that time that you're supposed to spend in the morning and you read your Bible and you pray and you do this and you do that. I, I threw the to-do list out the window for a while. And I just started talking to God. I have a friend. His name is Bruce. He's an amazing man of God. And he told me this when I was sharing with him. 
of my struggle where I, I struggled to feel close to God. And he said, think of your time with God like you're sitting down with a friend sharing a cup of coffee and a piece of pie. I talk to him like that. So I want you to sit down with your heavenly father. Have a cup of coffee and a piece of pie. It can be literal or figurative. It doesn't matter. But it's the position of your heart. And just start sharing. Just start talking with him. Now, intimacy goes both ways. It's letting yourself out, but it's also letting others in. So you're going to share, but then you're going to allow him to speak into your life. Allow him to share himself with you. I think a beautiful way to do this is meditation. And just sitting, maybe put some music on. And just relaxing. And and you could even take a scripture and just roll it over in your mind. I I actually did some meditations from a friend of mine. Her name is Jackie Trotman. And she is a spiritual director, an incredible woman of God. And she has Christian guided Christian meditations. And she has one that says, be still. And, and it, she uses that scripture, be still and know that I am God. And, and I will do that. And so I'll sit and think and be still. And know that I am God. And then as I'm doing that, I'm, it's, it's kind of like I'm softening and preparing my heart. And like opening it up. And getting ready. And then after, then I start dialoguing with Father. And you can do the same. And I have some of the most beautiful moments where we just talk. And now, if you've never, never felt like you heard God's voice, I like to, you know, I struggle with this one because I don't audibly hear God's voice. It, they're just, it's like a still, small, quiet voice. And it sounds like me, uh, you know. But it's the Holy Spirit talking to you. And sometimes the Holy Spirit will bring up scriptures and remind me of something. And sometimes it'll be something about my circumstances or what I'm going through or sharing how much Father loves me. It, It just varies. And the more you do this, The more that you sit in beautiful stillness, the more that you can let yourself out and the more that you can let Father in.
And through that, you start to create a beautiful, intimate relationship with him. And everything, I think, stems from that. When you create an intimate relationship with your Heavenly Father, you're really receiving His love for you. And then you're giving that love back. But we can't really fully love others until we know how loved we are by Father. And we receive that love for ourselves. Then we can give it out. Then we can be with our spouse and let ourselves out. Let that love out. Let who we really are out. And allow them to let them inside. Into those those little cracks and crevices of our life. Pulling the wall down. Letting people in. And letting ourselves out. And then you could do that with your friends. For me, I have friends now that no matter what is going on in my life, they are there for me. And I can tell them the good, the bad, the ugly, whatever it is I'm going through. They'll celebrate me when things are going great. They'll cry with me when I cry. They'll get mad with me when I'm mad. They'll hug me when I need a hug. That is an intimate relationship. An intimate relationship is when you can be fully yourself and you are not afraid of rejection. You let yourself out and you let others in. And it starts with your relationship with your Heavenly Father. And as that grows and blossoms and and you're getting more comfortable with that, You're naturally going to be able to take that into your other relationships. And it it was the same for me with my husband and and them with friendships. And it's a process. I I, I didn't become intimate. I didn't have intimate friends overnight. You know, it took vulnerability. It was scary. It was risky self-disclosure. But I am telling you, it is so worth the risk. Intimacy changes everything. It changes your life. It changes how you love. It changes how you communicate. It changes how you just show up in life. It changes what you can even accomplish in life. And how much of that life you're going to actually enjoy. Because I know that there's some of you, you are super achievers. Like you do it all and get it done, girl. But are you happy? Do you feel fulfilled? Do you still feel lonely? Intimacy is a key that unlocks the door to everything. And it's such a beautiful thing and it is so worth the risk. Let yourself out and let others in. 
You can do this. You have got this. I believe in you. All right. And Father believes in you. So he's excited. He's waiting. He's ready. So go hang out with him. Sit with your father like you're having a cup of coffee and a piece of pie. Hang out. And it's going to be so good. I promise. I promise. It's going to be so good. All right. You have an amazing, wonderful, incredible day. I want to thank you so much for listening. Thanks a bunch. And until next time, live fearlessly free.